There's a, uh, a lovely quality of uh, stillness in here, right at the beginning, which is lovely, uh, just to appreciate. And uh, it seems to have really very quickly settled into uh, this kind of space. Um, the first uh, most important thing I'd like to do this evening, really, is to welcome you to make you feel at home here, to make you feel that this is a, um, a good space for you to be in, a space where you can explore the practice of meditation uh, in all its different facets, um, and a place where you will be supported. Um, so we're here very much to, to guide you through this, and uh, for you to feel that... Um, yeah, you're not on your own with this practice. You're not on your own. So you'll be here um, in many ways exploring the practice in your own way, but also within a wider context yeah, of care, of being um, yeah, that we're kind of looking out for you. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah? That we're looking out for you. Good. Um, so my name is Jake, and uh, this is Caroline. And we're also very aware that for many of you here, this is the first time that you've come on a, a retreat like this, uh, perhaps the first time you've come to a place like this, and uh, the first time that you will have spent uh, a weekend in silence, as we'll be doing. Um, and that can feel somewhat unfamiliar to begin with. You know, it can feel strange. Our usual ways of being, our usual props, are not around us in quite the same way. Um, and it's helpful just to acknowledge that, really. And uh, that's very much uh, the situation that many of us will find ourselves in you know, on this weekend. So if you're feeling like, you know, is this strange? Is this a bit different, what's going on here, um, am I going to be okay without uh, you know, the TV or um, internet to look at, and just a very different way of being, is that going to be okay? Um, that sort of feeling of unfamiliarity, again, is very much uh, around for, for us. And it's fine, it's fine. And already, really, we begin to touch into one of the principles of, of meditation that we'll uh, explore more over the weekend, that in a way, whatever arises in your experience is welcome. Yeah. Whatever arises in your experience. So it might be, yeah, is this a bit strange, is this okay? That might be an experience. You might have other times on the weekend the experience of, oh, I wish I'd found this five years ago, and that would have been fantastic, and why haven't I done more of this? Um, and there may be other times when you think, when, when's he going to ring the bell, or when's she going to ring the bell? And, uh, you know, only X hours to go or something. So you could have a whole kaleidoscope, really, of experiences this weekend. And in a way, they're all welcome. Yeah. So I don't, obviously... Uh, I can't read minds, but uh, I don't know exactly what's happening for you at the moment. But we can imagine that uh, an experience of unfamiliarity or um, perhaps a little bit of excitement at the beginning of something can be there. Uh, so that's an experience that we, we welcome. We make space for it. It's okay. We can be with that. And then we can be with all the other visitors that come and go in our experience uh, over the weekend. Just in terms of the, the support available here, um, we will be having some uh, group meetings uh, tomorrow uh, where you'll be able to um, share your experience. Uh, but Caroline and I are also available uh, if you'd like to talk to us one-to-one -one at any time. Um, you can either do that by uh, leaving a note on the notice board um, and we can arrange a time, or if it feels more urgent... Uh, again, you can please feel free to just uh, knock on the door of the teacher's wing um, 
And it's just nice to know that that's there. There if if you need. So the theme of this weekend is seeing clearly and acting wisely. Seeing clearly and acting wisely. And for me these two ideas very much um, fit together really. And we can think, um, if we use this metaphor of seeing clearly... Um, that when we don't see so clearly, when we're confused or when we're lost in any ways, um, then we might bump into things, if I'm going to extend the metaphor. If we don't see clearly, then um, yeah, we find ourselves knocking into things in life and we kind of get hurt and jostled around by things. So what does it mean to see clearly in our lives? And how can that feed through into the way that we act, the way we speak, and the way we generally go about in the world. And in terms of this clear seeing, there are various questions which I'd just like to invite us to have in the background. And they're really not things that um, we need to work out or think about in any kind of uh, particularly sort of rational way and try and get the answer to but there are things that are around this theme of seeing clearly. And one of these questions is, um, where does our deepest happiness lie? Where does our deepest happiness lie? And uh, when we reflect on it, we can see that so many of the things we do in life, uh, we do looking for happiness. You know, people get married because they hope it's going to make them happy. And then, you know, sadly some people get divorced because they think that will make them happy. And people look for particular jobs in search of happiness there. Um, Look for particular hobbies or particular uh, sets of friendships or particular travel experiences or a whole range of things we might do in order to try and feel happy, to try and feel okay, to try and create some feeling of completion or fulfillment. And very often we can be quite confused. We can be quite confused about what perhaps are the supports of happiness, but what are the real roots of it? What are the real roots of our peace and well-being? And something we can begin to explore and retreat and feel into. And without any sense of, of demand, but just there as a sort of invitation, is to feel or begin to intuit a sense of a more basic, a more basic sense of okayness, a basic sense of happiness, a basic sense of peace that's not so bound up with things being a particular way. You know, if you feel that you're sort of happy or things are going well in your life for a particular reason, but if that reason changes or moves or doesn't stay quite as we want it, then we can begin to feel a bit unstable. But if we feel a more basic happiness, a more basic peace, a more basic okayness, we can feel a confidence, a confidence to be with whatever arises in our lives, whatever arises. And strange as it sounds, sometimes this teaching uses the language of paradox or contradiction, but strange as it sounds, we can even be at peace with sadness or loss, or difficulty. And that's it. One of the kind of paradoxes of practice that we can, we can explore. And in many ways, these settings, uh, retreat settings, um, are deliberately designed to help us explore these questions. Yeah? So when we sit and we're with the breathing, you know, there may be times where we can just feel this is enough. I'm with the breath coming in, the breath going out. And this is enough. Or when we do the walking meditation, we may be walking up and down, 
just feeling the sensations of the feet on the floor. And it feels enough. We're outside and we can hear the bird song and, and there's a feeling of abundance. It's plenty. So this to me in many ways is the invitation of practice and the invitation to see clearly. Look for this or perhaps more accurately to recognize this basic sense of okayness that we can begin to touch into. And the practice uh, is very much uh, an exploration, an exploration. So sometimes we can begin to feel this, uh, as I say, a very um, sense of okayness with how things are. And other times things can feel very tricky. Things can feel difficult. We might feel confused and that feels a long way away. And practice too, therefore, is a, is a training. It's an ongoing exploration of these questions. This question of seeing clearly isn't something that we uh, work out the answer by four o'clock on Saturday, write it on a postcard and send it home. <laughs> um, actually, these are questions that we very much live with in our life and we, we keep coming back to. As many of you know, when you, you do um, breathing meditation, we say, you know, be with the breath. Feel the breath coming in, feel the breath going out. And when you find uh, the mind has become caught, come back to the breathing. Come back to the breathing. But this process of coming back is very much what we can do in life in general. There are times when we see clearly, the times when we get confused and we just keep coming back, just keep coming back. So there's no expectation of, uh, of perfection. No way, we're not kind of asking you to get it right straight away or anything like that. The whole practice, certainly in my experience, is again, you just keep coming back, keep coming back. You may get lost a hundred times, a thousand times, ten thousand times, but you just keep coming back. Another of the questions that for me are around this theme of seeing clearly and acting wisely um, is about living with love and living with compassion. So this in many ways is what this uh, practice is in the service of. And we begin to explore how we might do that. So lots of us would have that as an aspiration. How do I live with love? But then we can find ourselves quite caught up in all sorts of uh, reactions or uh, life events that seem to throw us off that course. So how do we live with love? How do we live with compassion? And just having that as a, as a question that can be there in the background of our practice. Something we come back to. And a question and certainly help the exploration of that with this welcoming quality that I mentioned earlier, welcoming all of the different aspects of our experience, making contact with our experience. Not saying we should be like this and we shouldn't be like that. I've got to have these emotions but not those or these thoughts or not those, but welcoming what's here. And just seeing to what extent that's the doorway to a more uh, compassionate way of being. One thing uh, on the retreat that we'll be practicing that really helps that, that sense of living with more love and compassion, is by sharing together as part of our practice here um, the practice of the five precepts. So this is a, a traditional teaching uh, that's very useful in making this um, 
a place where we can all really feel relaxed, where we can all feel at ease, where it feels a safe place to be together. Um, Because obviously there's a fairly big group of people coming together and we're going to share this space for this time. Um, So ways in which we we can work with that. So it works well for the benefit of all. And the first of these precepts is to refrain from harming living beings. To refrain from harming living beings. So the the spirit of non-violence really runs through this practice. So um, you can practice this with with all the the different beings. So certainly being careful with uh, insects, you see any insects around, and obviously fewer this time of year than we may see at other times. Um, having that attitude of non-violence there, that attitude of non-violence certainly towards each other, as we move around the house and bump into each other at times, and uh, you know, share this space together. And also very much an attitude of, of non-violence and non-harming towards ourselves. Yeah. And the Buddha said you could look all over the world for a person more deserving of love and kindness than yourself and you would not find a person. Yeah. So really bringing that kindness, that uh, kind of non-violent attitude towards ourselves too. The second of the precepts is to refrain from taking that which is not given. Um, so again, being respectful of each other's uh, property, the things that we brought for the weekend. You know, so if somebody's uh, left something on the book that lo- something on the bed that looks interesting, if you're sharing a room, I don't know what it might be, some, some shampoo or cream that looks nice or something like that, just. You know, just being respectful of those things, leaving uh, people's things be is very, very good. It creates an atmosphere of safety and it creates an atmosphere of trust. And that helps us to feel as a community for this weekend. Um, the third precept in everyday life is to refrain from uh, sexual misconduct, uh, which really means at heart um, not harming others in our relationships, uh, treating people uh, with respect uh, in our relationships, so not getting anything into things that are exploiting others or harming others in any way. Um, on retreat, uh, this is interpreted more as um, refraining from uh, sexual conduct. So basically what that means is we can live like monks and nuns uh, for the weekend. Yeah? So this is the sort of practice that we, we take on. And this is again in the spirit of um, a different kind of contentment. You know, as I was speaking about earlier, where do we look for happiness? Where do we look for well-being? Um, very often we're looking for that through other people, in relationships. Um, a feeling that we need to depend on certain other people to make us feel okay. So here we're, again, as I mentioned, exploring this more basic sense of okayness, a more basic sense of stillness. And it can be quite a relief, actually, you know, just for a weekend to put down that whole arena of uh, you know attraction and uh, you know checking people out and all that. Just to put it down, it's, it can be quite a relief, a really strong relief. And of course, you know, relationships are a very beautiful and enriching part of our lives. So it's not uh, anything anti-relationship in that way, but it's just an invitation to live really simply for this weekend. Um, the fourth uh, precept is to refrain from uh, false speech. 
Um, so in a way that's more simple, we might think, as we'll be uh, practicing the silence, the noble silence for this weekend. And uh, Caroline will say more about the practice of silence uh, shortly. But I, I always like to see part of this precept uh, that I find really helpful on retreat is not believing every thought that pops up in your own mind in, in a way that to me is an example of refraining from full speech. <laughs> and you are, if you uh, perhaps haven't done this practice bef- before so much, you may be uh, open to discovering this really, but all kinds of different thoughts can pop up in your mind during a weekend. Uh, most wonderful, beautiful thoughts, thoughts that seem really insightful, other ones that don't perhaps make so much sense, some that you might not want to share with other people. Um, and again, there's a feeling that all of these things are welcome, they can all be there, but it's very, very liberating not to have to believe them. Very liberating not to have to believe them. Um, and the final of these precepts that uh, kind of frame the weekend is to refrain from um, drugs or alcohol that uh, cloud the mind or that lead to carelessness. So on a, on a practical level, uh, this definitely doesn't mean um, prescription medicines that you're taking, so please continue to take uh, whatever you're prescribed. That's a, important thing but really what we're practicing this weekend is uh, is awareness the mind that's clear um, a dedication to clarity so again we just uh, leave leave to one side things that don't really support that Good, so I hope that helps to begin to set some of the uh, the framework for the retreat and I, I hope we have a, a really a really rich time yeah, on retreat together. So, hi. I really want to add my really warm welcome to all of you, to each of you. Really, yeah, want you to feel welcome. Of course, I can't insist that you feel welcome. You may or may not feel welcome. Um, but it feels in a way like that's, uh, in a way that that's, that's, that's it really, that's all I really want to say. But I, I probably will kind of uh, just uh, enlarge on that a little bit. Um, so I'll talk a little while, mostly to help you feel welcome. So if you don't catch everything, don't worry, just feel welcome. <laughs> and we can catch up on what we need to catch up as we go along. On one level, what we're doing here is incredibly simple. And there's so many words and there's so many different kinds of meditation practice and there's, you know, on and on and on, books and books and books and books about it. Some of you may have read some of these. And it's all wonderful. And it can be really, really simple. And so right here, right now, again, as Jake was already encouraging, can we really just get a whiff, a sense of the great gift this practice might be to our life? of this simple 
willingness, you know, over and over again to find out what it means to be okay, here we are this is what's happening you know, in inwardly and around us you know, and to actually be able to see ourselves cultivating that capacity in our lives on and off the cushion in a way, again, it's maybe that simple you know, because I don't know about you but probably for all of us life, you know, provides us with many opportunities of different kinds (laughs) and within all of that Isn't there so much that's so difficult, that is so hard sometimes? I know it is for me. And sometimes it's so lovely. (laughs) And then sometimes it's just darn confusing or boring. (laughs) And so on this weekend, it's quite possible all the above will show up. Yeah. It's like, what did you expect? <laughs> it's like, come here and feel like, you know, by the end of the week, I'm going to be totally chilled out, totally calm. I'm going to be, right, that'll be me. Right, okay, good. I hope so. If it happens, fantastic. But it's, 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 it's like, you know, things will keep changing. And they'll be changing while you're here, and they'll be changing while you're not here. And so, again, this, this, oh, can we find, can we find that place, and you know, where we can sit and walk and stand and be with people and be on our own, where we can feel, oh, the joy and the misery, the levels coming and going. There is this place of steadiness. And there's a, a way that we can learn to be able to relate with more compassion and find a sense of freedom in our, in our life. And I really want to, you know, hold up that big banner and say, this is possible. And not that you believe me and we all march off down the road or something, but just uh, want to communicate that that sense of possibility of coming out of this relationship of struggle and resistance and you know self-rejection and you know this this way that we oh, relaxing the belly relaxing the mind we can learn to do that so that we can actually find a path through life that's more marked by joy and ease. This is really possible. And I invite you onto that path. But really, all the teachings and all the practice that we'll be doing is so much just an offering. You know, it's really that gesture of of, of sharing, you know, a little bit we might have explored in this vast realm of the Dharma and human, human experiencing. And just say, please, find what's helpful. You know, find what's helpful. Take that to your heart and test it out and bring all the perseverance and the interest and the patience that you can to find out whether this can really be a part of your life that can really support you and potentially make you also more helpful to other people. (laughs) You know, it affects all our relationships as well. So all these, all the the things we're practicing here, it's not just for us. It can't be because we're not really separate. So everything that we do ripples out. And as Jake was saying, now this weekend we have this opportunity to, to feel, you know, this is always interesting to me when, when I'm on retreat and you're in silence and everything, but you realize you're so together. I mean, it's, a lot, it's like we're really definitely together, you know. 
can look around a little bit if you like. Just really like, yeah, we're in the silence, but yep, we're definitely here together. (laughs) So as we go through the weekend, you know, really invite you to look up and see your fellow meditators. You know, be here together, feel that support. And the way that the silence can actually be a rather wonderful doorway into I don't know what I can I don't know if you already have a sense of this um, some of you maybe it's like a sort of sense of connection belonging it's that's just there it's just it just it just is we don't have to make it or construct it or deserve it or you know kind of earn it or you know be really nice so we can get that it's almost like just the sort of basic sense of friendliness, basic sense of, okay, being aware and mindful and moving around and taking care, and you know, not to knock things over and let someone into the queue and all this kind of very, it's like it's, it's we're sort of weaving together a kind of community of respect and care where we're in the silence and we're supporting each other to explore because we don't know what's going on for another person so we might smile at somebody and that's fine you know that you can you might meet somebody's eye and it's like hi you know or not you don't say that but you can you know kind of say hi through your eyes <laughs> and communicate that if, if you like but also feel free free not to do that you know sometimes it can feel like such a relief we can drop you know, we don't have to engage. We can still have a great sense of friendliness and connection, but we don't have to go around and take care of everyone. And if you really have a concern about another person, let us know. Yeah, Don't feel like you have to do that. So it's really, do you still hear the, the, the invitation there? It's so love. It's kind of an opportunity to feel a different sense of connection, a connection with ourselves, a connection with the earth as well. Taking the time to actually be, you know, be outside, be receptive and actually look at a tree. I can remember at some point in my life, I think I was about, yeah, I was about early 30s and I, I've been very busy, busy, busy doing hundreds of, you know, dozens of things every week or this kind of time in my life. And I went on retreat somewhere and I remember just going and looking at trees and thinking, wow, (laughs) you know. So I don't know if you have, you know, sometimes it's like you just, there's so much that you miss because you're so busy or you're so preoccupied with, you know, all these problems. And it's like you, you forget to go and actually look at a tree. And they're really amazing. And there's some great ones here. So if you feel that you'd like to do that, spend some time just looking at them. Extraordinary. And, and on, on a serious note, you know, sometimes that sense of what we really need is to something as simple as our own mind is driving us crazy, you know, going bananas again. And it's like, oh, you know, I can't seem to find the breath. And okay, just go outside. Listen to the birds. Look at a tree. It's amazing, you know. And this is this can make a huge difference in our life. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? Again, really simple. But you know, so explore, find out, you know, what what that can be. I'm not really saying the things on my piece of paper, but never mind. Hopefully, some of this will be helpful. I'm supposed to be talking more about the silence now, on a practical level. A lot of you, like something like two-thirds of you, have not been on a silent retreat before. So we really want to say a few more things on a practical level. I mean, just so you feel some sense of of kind of um, how that works and that you can really um, kind of ask questions if you need to, but also sort of relax with that. Now... Some people have, or perhaps all of us at different times, we have different relationship with silence. You know, maybe already now you can feel like since you've arrived, or just sitting in here, sometimes it can feel like, ah, you know, kind of, I don't know, like, ooh, oppressive or scary or something. 
Well, then when you feel really good and you're quite calm and you think, I wish Caroline would stop talking so we could just enjoy that luscious silence. You know, and then another time of the weekend you might think, I'm just dying to have a conversation with somebody. It's just, you know. And then another point in the weekend you just think, oh, this is so great. I don't have to talk. And all of this can, could you see, and there's something I think that's fascinating you can see about perception and the nature of the mind and the nature of our experience, how just in relating to the silence, you see, see what is your mind doing with that? What's it making out of it? And what my encouragement would be is firstly just notice that if, if you're interested in that. And secondly, see if you can find out, out a way of relating to the silence where it can really, it can support you. It can be something that you can kind of, ooh, hmm, that's interesting. Kind of, what is that? Or like making friends with it, feeling it as something supportive. Do you see what I mean? I'm just sort of just want to open that up a bit so it doesn't just feel like silence is okay you know don't speak right now what you know, it's it's something that ha- can have such great sort of depth as well it can be a whole exploration Christina Feldman one of the co-founders of this place wrote a whole book on silence you know about so it's, it can be a very deep exploration in itself so we ask you please to Take care of the silence. You know, it's a rare and precious thing in this world. There aren't many places we could go and be in silence together. And there are other people practicing here. And there's a whole, um, you know, you could say all the people who are coming after us. We're kind of, we're like, we're taking care of this place. We're taking care of this silence so that others may come and benefit from that. So I really invite you to join with everybody here in, in taking care of that. And and of course, you know, sometimes we'll talk and of course we'll be talking quite a lot and and you can ask questions and we'll have groups where you can talk and you'll hear people talking in the kitchen, maybe the coordinators who are cooking and so it's not like and when you need to ask a practical question, you know, say in your work period it's fine. And just notice how it is to speak as well. You can bring real mindfulness and notice what happens when you do speak and then allowing allowing yourself to kind of go back into the silence and um, feel feel how that is to come in and out of that sometimes we can go and do a bit of talking and then we like oh everything starts vibrating it's a bit like so just notice just noticing how it is and perhaps in our life in our life we can uh, learn to um, really, really find what nourishes us. You know, I think, and I see it in myself sometimes, you know, I, I can get so tracked in what I think I need, just habits, watching TV, whatever it is, and, and here it's like part of what the opportunity is to see in the simplicity, in the silence. And we let go of activities and all of the stuff we do. That there's, It's like there's, there's so much richness and nourishment, a kind of fullness and a depth of life kind of in, in us and just, just through this simple kind of situation we're in here that can maybe really give us clues about what we really want for our life and what it is that can really support us in, um, maybe we might say, what our deeper longings are for, you know, for ourselves, for others, for the earth. And when we can live from, from that place... And we're connected with that, what's most deeply important to, to us. Then so much of the suffering, I think, kind of falls away, doesn't it? Because we, we 
you have that sense of connection with what really matters. And there's a grace that can be a very empowering source of energy, source of direction and connection. So, on a practical level, um, I would really encourage and invite you to turn your mobile phone or your smartphone or whatever it is off and bury it in the bottom of your bag. Give yourself this time to see what it's like to not have that, to not be involved with that, for many, many reasons. And to see, you know, what comes up for you around that, not with judgment, but with just real kindness and care, and see what's possible for you. See what's possible for you. Again, it's for each one of you to discern that for yourself. And if you if you really feel like you're going to be really tempted and you'd like, you can give the phone to us. And if you like, we can take care of it for you, give it back to you on Sunday. So if you would like to do that, then um, you can bring the phone, give it to us at some point. Um, otherwise, if you do feel like you need to do to, to use that, please do it away from outside the guy house grounds, and and if possible, out of earshot of anybody. So again, trying to support others with really being here, with really, really opening to let ourselves give ourselves the gift of really being here of really wholeheartedly, as much as we can, or as much as we want to, really giving ourselves to this practice of being present with each moment of our life, here and now. And letting, letting ourselves um, really discover in that um, a great, a great resource, a great nourishment for our life. So, I um, hope that that makes some sense. <laughs> and as we go through the weekend, there'll be plenty more opportunities for for you to respond and ask and you know explore. Is there anything that I've missed that you want to mention? So is anybody please at this point before we will stretch a little bit and then we'll have a, a guided meditation. Um, does anybody want to ask any questions? Could be any, anything at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. The bottle is, yeah, just to be careful with the but yeah that is okay um, if you do do that though would ask you please not to drink it during a sitting meditation so is that okay yeah, thank you really okay great so yeah thank you Thanks. anything else yeah do you know I don't know is anybody is anybody here staying in room thirty three? No, so I think it is. Oh, great! So it's up the spiral staircase, which is the main staircase. Around, if you haven't found it, it's a beautiful stone spiral staircase. And if you go up there, you turn right, and room thirty three is the yoga room, and it's down to your right. Also, that's where the teacher wing is. So if you need us, we're up the spiral staircase on the left. So, yeah, great, thank you. And please, yeah, maybe take the opportunity to say, um, do, if you do yoga, do find some time in the day to do some. You're very welcome to do that, either early in the morning or just whenever, you know, you find some time to, to yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think it's okay to go outside. Yeah, feel free. You might, I mean, yeah, you might want to, we'll we'll talk about walking meditation tomorrow, but you could potentially, if that's important for you, take a walking period and and use that for yoga practice if you like. Yeah, great. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're making this together. Yeah, we're making this together. So thank you for being here. Thank you for, you know, the willingness to enter this adventure and see what we find out. So, um, before we sit for a little while, I'd like to invite you to, if you would like, um, change your posture, sit on a chair, go to the back room, get a bench, get some more cushions, you know, just from what you've learned from sitting here for this hour or so, just make yourself comfortable, have a good stretch, and then we'll sit, in, a, in a three or four minutes, we'll sit back down. Um, and continue. So feel free to get what you need. Okay, so we will um, we'll be talking a bit more about posture um, tomorrow, but um, I'll just start saying a bit now. I know some people have gone out. I don't know if they're coming back, so I think I'll just carry on. Oh, here they come. Okay, wait. So just just for now, finding some kind of a sitting sitting posture and again you, you could as we go through the weekend take some sittings on a chair or there are more chairs in the back or you know actually experiment you might try one sitting on a bench you might try you know keep, keep experimenting find, find out what works as you can see sitting in a chair or sitting on the ground there's this two two really basic if you like principles that are really helpful one is that we're looking for a steady a some kind of a solid base yeah a base and often that has a kind of three point kind of thing whether so for me it's like my my bottom and then the to two feet so it's and if you're sitting cross-legged it's really helpful to either have your knees if your knees aren't quite on the floor support your knees yeah great don't have them waving about in midair because it will get painful really quickly 
and you know we have enough pain and difficulty in our practice without creating any more so really don't sit in a way that that causes you know physical discomfort try and find uh, something that's relatively comfortable and again let it be a journey let it be a journey in the sense that you know each sitting you might discover something else about actually where oh you know where the balance really is so don't feel again that something you have to get right you know and look proper <laughs> respectable meditator and this kind of thing can come in you're just trying to find a place of stability and a place where we can kind of be somewhat upright so again not stiff but this is the second kind of key principle that there's some sense that we're there's room for us to be upright we can feel our spine feel our uprightness however that however we know we know that the head resting gently Sometimes it's helpful to have the pelvis slightly tilted forward and so that our back is on a sort of slight spring. Sometimes it can be helpful to move the shoulders round and back. So join me in doing a little bit of this if you'd like. <laughs> Just roll the shoulders round. Ah, oh, that feels good. Sometimes it can feel in the stillness and the silence, especially if we're not used to it. We go a bit rigid, you know, without realizing it. We're sitting there kind of like <gasps> slightly holding our breath, and it's a bit like. So if that's happening for you, just like relax your buttocks, <laughs> relax belly, <sighs> let it all wobble a bit. Just let the shoulders relax a little bit. Let your hands relax. Not insisting or demanding that anything relax, but just a gentle invitation. So if you'd like to, also you might want to take a few deeper breaths. And just if you want to sigh out on the out-breath, Have a little bit of uh, tension. With each out breath, feeling yourself settling here a little bit more. Eyes can be open or closed, just gently resting, slightly open. Again, you can find out what feels comfortable or okay for you. Experiment a little bit. Sometimes when we're very, very sleepy or our mind is going, you know, really a bit crazy, it can be quite helpful to sit with the eyes open, just sense of the visual impressions, shapes, colours, people. It can help to steady us, widen our field of awareness. But sometimes equally helpful to just shut the eyes so that our our mind can rest more into sense of the body, 
sitting here. Hearing sounds, hearing the quietness of the evening. Just noticing how we feel right now. How does it feel in there? Have a sense of breathing gently with however we are. Just sitting here in the quiet together. Gently bringing the attention into the feeling of sitting here. Perhaps feeling the pressure of the seat or bottom on the cushion or the chair or feet or legs on the ground. Feeling the lovely simplicity of that, just sensation of sitting, whatever's going on in our mind, in our heart, whether we're sleepy or agitated, calm or happy, sad. Whoever we are, can feel ourselves, feel our body sitting. Beginning to be curious about this experience of sitting here. What's actually happening right now? Beginning to open to that <coughs> directly and immediately. There's a great sense of welcome. Welcome. You're welcome. Bringing your attention to the area of your hands, just being sensitive, seeing if we can feel sensation in the area of the hands. How does it feel from the inside?
So just resting gently for a little while with our experience. Just feeling ourselves sitting. Really offering ourselves welcome. And using a sense of our sitting contact, the floor or our hands and to come back to if we get lost just come back to that sensation of sitting here or our hands just gradually, gently allowing our attentiveness to settle together and the body and the mind coming together moment by moment
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.